Hi, and welcome to Sport and Road, the weekly motorsport show with thanks to Central Tyre Service. This is a part of the Super Saturday Sports Show that you can listen to and keep up to date with all things happening on the courses both locally and around the globe. This show airs on a weekly basis on a Saturday throughout the year and is hosted by John Painter and Craig Stott. It's on 1FM Shepparton Radio, so let's have a listen to see what's happening in the world of motorsport this week. Good morning, everybody. Live and local 1FM, it's motorsport time, sport and road. Brought to you by our two absolutely wonderful sponsors. We'll talk about those in a moment. Good morning, I'm Johnny Painter, and beside me... Here's Craig Stott. Good morning, listeners. Good morning, John. Morning, How are Craig. you? I'm good, thanks, mate. Yeah. Uh, you know, this time next week I'll be on the way to Bathurst. You'll be on the road, yep. On the road yep. again. Yep, definitely. Mm. So 41 times. Yep. yep That's not, not bad. too bad. Yep. So how's your week been? It's been good, yeah. It's in pieces here and there and, uh, yeah, riding a little scooter around. Yeah, I've seen that, it's yeah. It's good fun, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good thing, and yeah. I heard you had to fill it up with petrol the other oh, day. Oh, I did, yeah, and I went into the wrong line in the servo and had to put the expensive 98 in it. Oh, like, no. Geez, tell you what, you touch the button and the thing starts immediately. <laughs> <laughs> but I had to put $14 worth in, yeah. <laughs> and that will last you three weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah. if your grandkids are listening, Poppy's got some spare money. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It's certainly better than close to 100 for the Calais or the uh, States. That's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> I don't know. I'm dreading what my fuel bill's going to be, oh. towing the caravan Ooh, up yeah, there and back. That's, that's going to be interesting, isn't it? especially going to a new thing out there. Yeah. Well, yeah. I'm going the way I've always gone. Well, when we lived in Wagga, yep. I, so I'm just normal way to Wagga. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <clears throat> and then continue on up that way. Yep, straight up. Yeah, exactly. Some yeah. people go the Hume Highway and turn yep. off at Yass, but there's roadworks up there. Yep, so exactly. Or you go halfway up and just outside Gundagai Kulak, yep. where the Coke machine used to yep, be. That's and, right. Uh, yeah. Turn that gets into Cootamundra and do it that way. Yeah, you can come in that way. Yeah. Oh, I think we used to go straight up the up the centre. What was um, the Olympic um, Highway? Blaney and um, yeah. Cowra, and yeah, in that way, and you come straight into virtually the bottom end of the circuit anyway. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. We used to turn right into the circuit and go straight to the top of the mountain. That's it. That's <laughs> it. Or just before. Town, there was the yeah. I think it was Plymouth Road. You turn yeah, right, and yeah. that takes you right on top of the mountain. Yeah, exactly. We never even went into Bathurst because we had everything. Yeah, but I do remember <coughs> one year we had a Victorian beer strike, and oh, that was terrible. And we had to take Courage beer with us. <laughs> <laughs> remember Courage? Oh, yeah, yes, I remember Courage. But the trouble is, when we got to Bathurst, we went into town Saturday morning, and we could have bought five dozen cans of beer and brought them home with us. <laughs> and nowadays, it's one slab per person of twenty-four. Yep. Or one slab of mid-strength thirty, like Great Northern. Yep. And your bottles of spirits have got to be decanted into plastic. Yeah. You can't have glass, yeah. No, you can't have glass yeah. anywhere. I've yeah. seen people with baby food, and yeah. they called the police in, and police told the security off. Yep. But, um, yep. yeah, one slab per person. I think that's a little bit ridiculous. They should yeah. have, a, a let's say, a bottle shop at the bottom of the mountain or yeah, somewhere. something like that, yeah. Because yeah. someone's got to be sober Yep. and drive into town to buy more beer. Precisely, yeah. And if you could you know, have a bottle shop at the bottom of the mountain or yeah. one top and one at the bottom yeah. just with two two different brands of beer sort of thing and, exactly. uh, and two yeah. bourbons or something. Yep, well, there's that many brands of beer now anyway, it's not fun. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, yeah. Yeah, it's exactly. But that's mm. the way I, I reckon mm. it'd be a good way to go. But uh, yep. yeah, we cut nothing up no. and uh, no. stay at Blaney Saturday night yep. and then up Sunday morning into town. Yep. The gates open, I think it's 8 o'clock, so security want to go through everything fine-tooth comb, yep. thinking they're doing a good job. And then um, 
Or we go into town, buy two cartons of beer, two bags of ice. Yeah. And you got any grog? Yep. No, it's in the caravan. So they, all those things. So yep. we open the caravan, look in the fridge. I said, don't put your hand in there. They can't, they're not allowed physically to touch yep. like your food. And then in the drawers of the caravan, you know, you've got your undies and socks. Don't yep. put your hand in there sort of thing. Yeah, you can open the drawer and look. That's and, it. Uh, yep. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And then uh, I've got all a trailer full of road cases because I work with the music. With all the, They're all marked what's in them. Yep. And they want me to unstrap that off the trailer. And then I've got to take it off and pull them all apart so they can have a look in. Yeah. Thinking I might, you're not allowed to have an axe or a tomahawk there yeah. or anything yeah. else like that. Power drill. Yeah. yeah. Hammer drill, chainsaws, all this sort of stuff. Hmm. So um, there's one security guard there. His son is in the music, and uh, he says, "Let them go. Look at the case. It's mismarked. There's their campsite over there. They've been here so many years. Yeah. Just wander up there one time. Just have a look through the campsite. You'll yep. be amazed. Yep. But it's the security guards. You know, yeah. They're trying to do the right. Trying thing. to do the right thing, but they tend to go overboard. We've had trouble with them at um, Phillip Island with MotoGP and things like that. Yeah, we had the podium for uh, the um, Moto to the Australian kids in the uh, the junior categories. The parents were allowed up the pit road to uh, watch the presentation. The security wouldn't let them through onto the uh, pit lane. Mind you, the security guards were told by their boss, these people are coming through, you will let them through. No, 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 kept the gate shut, would not let them through. We were on to race control the whole lot. The people were livid, and that was just one security guard being... Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, there's others around the track, you know, where the cars come in. Yep. There's the gates there. They have the fireys and ambulance mm. and tow trucks. There's a way one of the tracks back into the t- camp. And this one there... She just jumps up and down and complains. Someone has a can and puts it in the bin. The bin's full. They still put it there or just under the bin, and she complains. You go and organise to get it emptied, you know. Yeah. Stop drinking here. Hang on. Yeah. (laughs) Trying to start a right. Yeah. But we're looking forward to it. And the most scary part there is at the end of the race, oh, Mm. it's over. Yeah. So, okay, turn off your drinking taps. You know, you've got to drive. Yeah. And... um, have the last feed yeah and wake up monday morning and it's pouring down rain and yeah, you've got to try and put out pack all everything the wet up. gear yep. not worrying about the wet gear you're yeah. going to be wet too yep definitely and the more rain the less people are going to help and i've got a couple of people like that that just won't help yep come on ray give us a hand oh, oh here put these gloves on oh then he disappears yep ray you know, so i told everyone stop and we waited for him come yeah. on yep um, yeah. Anyway, that's another story. But oh, it's it only a week sure. to go. Yep, no worries. Yep. And I was at, you know, where I work, and um, yeah, I even actual fact saw a MotoGP race. Yeah, you did. Yeah, exactly. I did. Right. It was quite interesting. Mm, yeah. We'll talk about that in a moment, but uh, I suppose we'd better acknowledge talk our wonderful sponsors, yeah. eh? Yeah, yeah, what about uh, Goodyear Auto Care? Yeah, great bunch of people down there. They Wells certainly Street. are. Yeah. yeah, the full range of batteries for any yeah, vehicle, anything, especially yep. in this cold weather or it's going mm. to nearly well, it's finish to warm that. up now that but is, yeah, yeah exactly yeah but it's still cold now yep so um who knows about the weather but you need a decent battery so many oh, yeah. part bits and pieces on the car now are using electricity yeah just about all the time there's some what they call a parasitic drawer or something that's it, there's yes something drawing even the yeah. security systems the that's, car might be turned <coughs> off that's right but that security system still using a tiny bit of power oh yeah, yeah. that's right and some of them have got signals to go up into the satellite yep, so people right. know where they are if you yep. break down so mm. everything is there yep. they're using more and more power so the battery's really got to be you know yep. above yeah, 80 exactly 75 80 percent right. yeah, for sure 
And some of the Mercedes have got two batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Start, some of them are starting to head up ones overseas, a 48 volt. Yep, for sure. And uh, yeah, that's some power. Yep, you're not wrong. Virtually two truck batteries, isn't it? Yeah, it's a, <laughs> certainly, it's, or four batteries in there, mm. a 48 volt, but it's yeah. unbelievable for sure. technology. Yeah. I remember years ago when first electric windows. People were complaining, oh, they'll stay down in the winter and stay up in the summer and things <laughs> yeah, like that. Ah, yeah. Uh, yeah, for sure. And years ago, you know, Central Tyres or Goodyear Tyres in the workshop there, they would know what I'm talking about. Years yep. ago, you had points in your car. Yep. And change a set of points, you know, 15 or 20 yep. hour or, yeah, or get, you dwell, whichever you one you set it angle at. right, yeah, exactly. Mm. Yeah. And then a bit later in the model cars, or motor cars, they had electronic ignition. Yep. And mm. like the XD, XE Falcon and stopped going and panicking. You've changed coils, plugs, leads, and the module in the distributor. Yeah, the Hall Effect generator. Yeah, yeah it's exactly. Only, yeah. It's about $80 there. No, yep. can't spend that. Nowadays, you're buying them at $20 each. And yeah, exactly the car stops right. Yeah. throw them in like a set of points and yep. away it goes again. I remember I had a, a HT Holden with the 307 Chevy in it, the old original 5 litre. Yes. And to do the, you do the points, you take the points out, you set them, set the gap to the correct amount, mm -hmm. you put everything back together. And you start the car up, but you still have your dwell meter connected. Mm -hmm. And there was a little gate on the side, side. of the distributor. You lifted that, put an Allen key in, in through the hole, and you could actually adjust Just the, the dwell, dwell while the motor was running. That's it. Absolutely brilliant. It yeah. certainly was, yeah. An old Delco Remy distributor in the thing, yeah. Technology mm. years ago. Yep, exactly. But, yeah, yeah good year. All they care, all your tyres, all your brakes, yep. they just... If you're not quite right with your car, like if you're going to Bathurst, you want to make sure it's right, just drop it in there and they'll exactly. have a quick they'll look at sure, it, road yep. test around the block, and yep. they'll let you know if there is anything wrong, and they won't necessarily do it straight away. They'll talk to you and give you a price and work it out with your budget, whether it's a little bit all the time or something like that. Yep, and then they'll yep. make sure you are safe heading off. Exactly. So if you're off to thunder on the mountain, you're laughing. No yeah. worries. Yeah. Or take the wife's yeah. car in there. So yeah, whilst exactly. you're up at the mountain having a, a possibly a beverage or two, watching the Holdens, yep. Holdens win, everyone, <laughs> uh, you know your, your wife's car yeah. is safe. So that's one phone call you're not going to yeah, get. Exactly the car won't right. go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, and at the same time, if you're on the motorcycle side of the thing, you need that service before you go to Bathurst. There's a lot of people ride the bikes up they there. They certainly do. Oh, sure, and it's a great run too. It's a good ride. It's you know, look uh, at the coat people up there, Vince and Don and all the others yeah. mm -hmm. next to the tele that PMG Tower thing. Yep, up the top, yeah. Or Tel Telstra Tower or whatever mm -hmm. you call PMG. Yep. That shows you how old Same I things, am. Same things, yeah. <laughs> yep, the old Prime Ministers, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, they're fantastic people, those look yeah. after the bikes and they've yeah. got two sites yeah exactly yeah they've got the hansel honda site as well which yeah. is on Benalla road yep they have yep and that's all your honda garden equipment mowers all, snippers, all four stroke too all four that's no mixing fuel no yep. and they've got the sedgeway bikes there and the four yeah, side look, by side they look really interested yeah you're going to have a, a try and get one out aren't you yes i was yeah, yeah when i was on the farm but i've still got an acre up there so i might get one up there yeah. for, give it a run and be good. Mm, no worries at all. And of course, the, the uh, AJ site in Purcell Street is the home of um, KTM and uh, the uh, Can-Am Spiders and all those bits and pieces, all the associated uh, off-road equipment that goes with those two companies. They've got the whole lot there. So And riding gear and spare parts and a whole lot. You know, we're getting into the warmer weather, I know, but if you want a set of grips that uh, are heated, you can go in there, you can plug them into your bike, wire them in and warm fingers, nothing better. They might <laughs> be having air-conditioned ones shortly. Oh, it's been talked about, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> One of the Honda Goldwings actually has two flaps down at the feet level that lets air from behind the 
the radiator through onto your feet. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you've got a heater. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say you might have, might have an ashtray on a motorbike or something. You Some know? have. <laughs> <laughs> it's useless uh, as. No worries at all. Now, we were talking about MotoGP a moment ago. We well, you, were. you actually got a chance to watch one while you were yeah, at work. Yeah, yeah. What a race that yeah. was. Now, we've um, got a report again, once again, just from Boris, Boris. Mihailovic at um, MC News. Now, Motorcycle News... Um, uh, editor Trevor Heath, Trev's the, the owner of the company, uh, has allowed us to use um, some of Boris's writings, which is good. I talk to mm. Trevor every now and then. He's a great bloke. So if you want to find out all the latest in motorcycling and mo- bikes and things like that, MC News, MC News. is uh, on the computer, www.mcnews.com. Well, it might be .com.au, but uh, you can find Trevor on that one. An absolutely great and can read, online. And you can read his version of his story. Oh, yeah, because there's a little bit extra to what I've, I used to have to edit a bit out because Boris's writing is absolutely fabulous. Uh, I'll have to bring one of the motorcycle users in from way back and show you some of that. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so what more could you ask for for Aragon at round 15? The return of Mark and Kel, the beast pushing like a bastard again, a tighter championship and a Salvation Army band to kick it all off. (laughs) Oh no. The fizzing was strong in the paddock when the circus arrived in Spain. Marquez was back, so was Cal Crutchlow, and even Mir had hobbled back for a crack, hoping his ankle would cope. Hope was everywhere. Tacker had just been given a surprise one-year extension to his contract with LCR. Remy Gardner seemed OK with going to World Superbikes to race a Yamaha next year. And Augusto Fernandez, who was uh, signed to partner Pole in the Tac 3 team next year. So all the 20th... 23 seats had been filled. There were lots of new parts to be assayed, a new Kalex aluminium swing arm for the Hondas, new chassis for the Yamahas, a sprinkling of new flywheels here and there, and of course Marquez was back, so Alberto Pooch was able to probably take a break from his tearful self-harming. Harming, okay. <laughs> Mark was certainly back, but he was not back the way so many people hoped he would be back. He was quick, but weren't nowhere near as quick or dominant as he'd been before. He was going out for short five or six lap bursts during practice and he wasn't setting the world on fire. He was just taking his time. Yep. Anyway, still he managed one of his trademark saves off his elbow and knee when the front end surrendered and he had trouble through the gravel as well a season later. He was okay, but he was... But... He was just not riding as so many hoped he would be. Fabulous, however, was still riding the wheels off his Yamaha, but he'd never had a lot of luck or success at Aragon and had already ticked it off as not one of his favourite tracks. That left Paco in the box seat and on pole, but five wins in a row, it was doubtful. I adjusted my tipping contest... Bricks accordingly. Uh, it had to be the beast who was blazing hard in practice and qualifying. Peko in second and Fabulous might get a third because, well, Fabulous. <laughs> Jack had qualified second. And while I want Jack to win with every fibre of my being, I just don't think he's got it in this year. Alas Espagaro was still in touch with the pointy end and he's still with a, a chance for the championship, although... I'm of the view that the wheels have fallen off that bus and they're going to fall off further. 
His teammate Maverick showed some early pace in practice but then reverted back to being somewhere near the back of the grid in 16th. No doubt, Cal, who was directly behind him in 19th, was reminiscing about the good old days when they were both competitive. The first lap was utterly spectacular as Peko Jack and the Beast set off like scalded cats and behind them all sorts of carnage reigned and Marquez was at the epicentre. Mark lost grip and his rear tyre had turned three, buttoned off and Fabulous careened into him in a million billion miles an hour. Fabulous went flying, his bike hit him in the checks, Mark sailed on, his bike damaged and bits falling off. He managed to get it almost to the reverse corkscrew where he tried to engage his rear squatting device. The device failed, damaged on the impact with Fabulous. The bike leered, speared left and straight into Tacker. And how other races, uh, races avoided the LCR rider in the middle of the track was a series of miracles and skills. <laughs> but that event relegated Rins to last place which was a shame because he had some serious pace which he showed by carving his way to an eventual ninth. Brad Binder was also very fast in the opening laps and on the medium front tyre rather than the traditional KTM hard front preference. But that did not last at all long. Miller pushed past in a short order and the lap later the beast also went past. Both were in pursuit of Paco who was just couldn't not seem to make a break. Yeah, it's really going. We're going to pull up for a couple of moments for a quick sponsor break. Oh, okay. We'll uh, come back with a little bit more on this one in a moment. You know the garden could do with a makeover, so what are you waiting for? Cleves Garden Supplies have got everything you need to get the job done, and they're open seven days a week. Coloured mulches, decorative pebbles, river stones, crushed rocks, sands, gravel, sleepers, topsoils, pavers, you name it, they've got it. They'll deliver small loads and big loads straight to your door. Drop in and see them at 20 Wanganui Road, Shepparton, or give them a call. 58212 one. That's 58212 one. One of them sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from, from 1FM, 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tire Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tire servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tires, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepton. Phone 58 219 Station sponsor. Segway Power Sports ATVs, UTVs and SSVs are now available at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment. The Fugelman UT10 Petrol UTV is one tough machine. Muscular and capable with a high power to weight ratio. The Fugelman UTV is designed to lighten your workload and make those trips around the paddock a blast. Contact Brendan at Shepherd and Motorcycles Purcell Street or Paul at Shepherd and Motorcycles and Power Equipment Vanilla Road or visit our website shepherdandmpe.com.au and check out the Segway Power Sports range today. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. Not a bad set of sponsors, are they? Oh, great Cle- people. Cleves is good too. Yep, they sure are. The things that they do to make sure your load's safe when you buy stuff is just absolutely That's incredible. exactly right. Yeah, yep. you can have your trailer, but you know, yep. you've got to put a cover over it, otherwise yep. your tan bark will be all over the yeah, road. Exactly it's, right. You know, and large uh, rocks or anything. And the Mr. Plot will be at you throwing nasty notices. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yes, yes. No worries, a few of them around too yep. at the minute. Oh, sure. Yeah, exactly right. Now... Back to the race. Cal was now leading Yamaha. He was the leading Yamaha rider back in 11th spot. 
and he finished as the leading Yamaha rider in 14th. He went backwards. He did. No one understands or can explain why Morbidelli is suddenly so hopeless. He's not giving interviews, and Remy handed his backside on Sunday when he finished 16th ahead of Frankie in 17th. Things settled a touch, and the pack stretched out into a bit of a line. It was starting to look like Jack in second was holding them up, and behind him was the Beast, was on fire ahead of Binder, Elise, Jorge Martin, and Zarco. One lap later, Hanea Bastianini bested Jack, as did Binder and Elise, who plonked himself a mere 0.7 seconds behind Pecco in first, and the wall had the writing all over it. As the race came into its final stages, it became a tense stalking affair between Pecco and Ina. Relentlessly, Ina closed up, and he left it until the very last lap to pass Pecco and kept him at bay until the chequered flag. Alex had also managed to get past Brad Binder for the remaining podium step and Miller finished in fifth, just behind the South African. Fabulous has got DNF and Alex's third place has tightened the championship race right up. It's as close as it's been and any of the first three or even four could still nail this and it looks very much like it will go down to the very last end of the racing. The fly-away rounds are next in very quick succession and we look forward to seeing them in action at the island after a two-year plague break. It really will be an action-filled. Spagaro wants uh, never been close to the world championship type. Pecco wants to win it for Ducati so bad it keeps him up at night. And Fabulous is just not going to let go. He's not Joanne Mir after all, who, all, by the way, went home after the ankle pain got too much for him to bear during practice. We won't see him again until maybe Phillip Island. But what we'll certainly see is a brutal and vicious series of races until the very end of the season. Bring it Bring on. Bring it on, <laughs> exactly. The race results for Aragon. In first place, Anaya Bastianini on a Ducati. Caddy. Second was Francesco Bagnaia on a Ducati. Third was Alice Espagaro. Fourth was Brad Binder on a KTM. And then Jack Miller on the Ducati came in in fifth place. So the... the Top five at the moment in the World Championship reads like this. Fabio Quattararo. 211 points. Francesco Bagnaia. 201 points. Only 10 points. Yeah. Alessio Espagaro. 194 points. And then Anais Bastianini on 163. And our Jack. Miller on 134. Yep. Now the next round is uh, at Motegi and it's this weekend. They say the, the headlines overflowed at Motorland Oregon and now the MotoGP riders have flown to Japan and are transiting to Metegi for the first time since 2019. The riders will arrive, but as to the full complement of MotoGP containers with all the motorcycle spares, etc., well, that's another question. Hmm. Friday morning practice had already been cancelled due well in advance over freight fares and there is talk that Friday track action could end up being cancelled altogether if enough equipment fails to arrive on time. Mm. The schedule as it sits now is at the end of this page. Yep. <laughs> yeah, with Times and AEST. Yeah, yeah, Australian Eastern, yep. The tropical monsoon is touching down at Japan this weekend and the forecast is for thunderstorms, rain and humidity. However, things are forecast to start getting better come race day, so fingers crossed.
We're talking about Bathurst? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> the first stop of the four races in the Asia-Pacific region, Motegi Circuit is a track that's hard-breaking areas, big acceleration zones, and on an above-abrasive above average abrasive surface. The layout of the 4.801-metre circuit features four distinct straights, meaning a lot of time is spent on the centre of the tyre, but due to a limited number of fast-flowing corners, there is not much stress placed on the rear tyres that some, that, than some other tracks. Yeah, four distinct straights. I just hope we don't get that stupid Americanism where they say he's on the straightaway. Where do they get the away from? It's a straight. It is. <laughs> oh, they're going away? Yes, on the straightaway. Yeah. Yeah, Unless straight you're in front yet. of them, they're coming towards yeah. you. Oh, it's one of those... One of those hates. <laughs> yes, the same as uh, Hall- Halloween coming up. That's yep. Americanised. Oh, absolutely. Actually started in uh, in Scotland, but uh, yeah, All Saints weekend, but uh, what, the All Saints celebration. But uh, the Americans have certainly transformed that. Oh, yeah. they certainly have. Um, and it's coming in here too. More and more places selling junk for. Oh, that's right. That's you know, right. People allowing children to walk up to strange doors and knock on doors. Oh. You, know, you never know. I wonder. I wonder. Scary. Scary. Yeah, I wonder when they used to. The uh, hot cross buns are out this year. Oh, um, will it be straight after Christmas, yeah, or will yeah, it be just before Jan- New January Year? January the second. No, they're not <laughs> before the New Year. They're straight after Christmas. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, the program for the MotoGP this weekend, Sunday. It's five past four. MotoGP qualifying one, and four thirty MotoGP qualifying two. And then on Sunday at one o'clock in the afternoon, don't forget this is Japan, so the yeah. time zones are very close. One o'clock in the afternoon, the Moto Three race. At 20 past two, Moto 2 race. And then at four o'clock in the afternoon on Sunday, the Moto GP GP race. race. No worries at all. Now, we've got a little note here. We mentioned it earlier in Boris's guide there that um, KTM's Moto GP outcast Remy Gardner has landed a Yamaha World Superbike ride. This is a story from Lewis Duncan at MC News. Outgoing Tech 3 KTM MotoGP rider Remy Gardner has landed a seat on the GRT Yamaha team in the World Superbike Championship for the 2023 season. OK, Gardner, son of 1987 500cc world champion Sir Wayne, was informed by KTM last month that he would not be staying at Tech 3 next year. The Australian was told he was not professional enough although this was something KTM Motorsport boss Pitt Beer denied, which Gardner saying it was KTM's road racing vice president, Jans Highback, who told his manager this. The reigning Moto2 world champion told Motorsport.com during the San Marino Grand Prix weekend that he had some options on the table for 2023, but ruled out staying at the MotoGP paddock as a test rider. Yeah. Yamaha Europe has now announced Gardner will step up over the WSBK with the GRT Yamaha squad for 2023, replacing Garrett Gerloff, who will join the Bonovo Action BMW team next year in place of retiring Eugene Laverty. Yamaha boss Andrea Dosali said, Remy is an exciting young talent who boasts an impressive career inside the Grand Prix paddock. We are obviously delighted to have a rider on board who's not only shown great progression, but has experience at the top level of motorcycle racing. We believe that he's a perfect fit for Yamaha's World SBK program, and we're keen to see what he can do on one of our R1 World Superbike machines. 
We'd also like to thank Garrett Gurloff for his commitment to Yamaha these past three seasons and wish him all the best for the future. Gardner's current Tech 3 KTM teammate, Rule Fernandez, will stay in MotoGP for the next two years with RNF Aprilia, while the Australian place at Tech 3 will be taken by Moto2 frontrunner Augusto Fernandez. Now, as uh, we get later in the program, we've got a quick note here from V8 Supercars because the repaired Erebus chassis has arrived at the workshop just in time to be fully fitted out and ready for Bathurst. That means their wildcard will be running again. Yeah, sounds like it, doesn't it? good, that's yeah. Murphy. Yeah. Erebus Motorsport is well into the rebuild of Will Brown's supercar after it returned from the team's Melbourne base. Brown's damaged chassis was sent to Mount Gambier last week after it returned from New Zealand. The car had severely damaged in a 56G crash at the ITM Auckland Super Sprint. Erebus had to wait until the car returned to Melbourne to assess the damage. Once, the car, once assessed, the car was set away and spent five days on the jig. In total, 33 bars were replaced on the damaged chassis, which will be racing by Brown and Jack Perkins at Bathurst. The chassis was painted at Max Medhurst crash repairs and sent back to Erebus where it will be converted into a race-ready supercar. Yeah, online laser in Bendigo, FlexiCut Engineering in Dandenong and Fine Cut Laser in Mount Gambia also assisted in the repairs. The team expects to have the car ready for pre-Bathurst test day at Winter next Wednesday. Greg Murphy and Richie Stanaway will also test the number 51 wildcard Commodore. The number nine includes uh, the reinstallation of the bodywork engine, transmission and suspension. Chassis underwent significant repairs, Erebus CEO Barry Ryan said. The whole rear end cut off from the main loop in order to restore the main chassis rails. The transmission and suspension structure of the vehicle. In total, 33 bars were replaced. It was a mammoth effort anyway to get that far. Oh, yeah. On average, we had three crew members working on it. Over 200 hours of labour completed in just six days to repair and paint the chassis. We're now in a pretty good position and back on track to have the three cars ready in time for Bathurst. The plan now is to work through what we would in a normal week, take the weekend off and have the car ready well ahead of time of testing on Wednesday. Our crew, out, our, our crew are outstanding. I can't thank them enough for, and the business that have chipped in to help to get us it all done. Yeah, I was surprised when they sent it to a place in Mount Gambier. There's some, obviously some skill down there. Yeah. Absolutely great. Cars will roll out on for practice one on Mount Panorama on October the 6th. That's it. So that means I've got a few days drinking before they you cars You certainly out. have. Yep, no oh, worries at all. I'll put my hand up for that. Yes. I'll take one for the team. It's another fine mess you've got me into, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's time to go, folks. We've, oh, okay. run, we've run out of time. Uh, that's yeah. Oh, well. Yeah. I might have to record Sporting Road next week. Yep, beforehand. we might have to do that if you're on the way up to there on yeah, Saturday morning. Saturday, we shall, yeah. I think we shall adjourn to the studio maybe Friday morning or something like yeah, that. Yeah, do something different. We'll yeah. uh, record it and ready for Friday morning. Or Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Saturday yeah. morning. No that means you could all sleep, or you can sleep in. I'll be. Yeah, that'd be nice. <laughs> counting a few miles. So. You go and have an extra coffee with the guys on Saturday morning and you can make an extra mile or two. No That's it, yes. Anyway, folks, thank you very much for listening into Sporting Road this morning. I'm Johnny Painter. I'm on the way home. And I'm Craig Stott, and I will catch you all on Tuesday. 
No worries at all. Thank you. Bye from both of us, and please be safe. AJ's Motorcycles are now Shepparton Motorcycles. For more than 35 years, the crew at AJ's took pride in providing people from across our region and beyond with the highest quality sales, service and advice you would find anywhere. Shepparton Motorcycles are excited that Tom, Mel, Brendan and the crew will remain on board, delivering the same passion towards great customer service that has been the tradition for all of these years. Supplying a great range of bikes, side-by-sides, parts and apparel, you will still find us in the same great location, right next to the Shepparton train station. Shepparton Motorcycles, your home of KTM and Can-Am. LMCT 11819. 1FM sponsor. This is John Painter and Craig Stott from From 1FM Sport and Road. Central Tyre Service is now your Goodyear Auto Care Centre. With on-farm tyre servicing, computerised wheel alignment and balancing, complete front-end alignment and brake repairs, and a full range of automotive batteries. There's not a lot the friendly staff at Goodyear Auto Care can't do. Servicing the Goulburn Valley since 1952. Central Tyres, now Goodyear Auto Care, can be found at 117 Wellsford Street, Shepparton. Phone 58 219 Sponsor. If you have enjoyed the show, then please let us know what you think at our socials. 1FM Super Saturday Sport on Facebook and Twitter and tune in from 8am next week to find out more. Till next week, goodbye.